Neuro section 2, 1 of 8, spinal cord blood flow. Spinal cord circulation. The spinal cord circulation consists of two posterior spinal arteries, one anterior spinal artery, six to eight radicular arteries. Posterior spinal arteries, two. It is from aorta to subclavian artery to vertebral artery, then posterior spinal artery. Um, and it is aorta to segmental arteries to posterior radicular arteries to posterior spinal artery refuses to posterior one-third of the spinal cord. The anterior spinal artery only has one, so it is from the aorta, subclavian artery, vertebral artery, and anterior spinal artery. Aorta to segmental artery to anterior radicular artery to anterior spinal artery. Refuses the anterior two-thirds of the spinal cord. Artery of Adamkiewicz. It is the most important radicular artery. It perfuses the anterior spinal cord in the thoracolumbar region. In, it most commonly originates on the left side between T11 to T12. In 75% of the population, it originates between T8 to T12, and in, a, in another 10%, it arises at L1 to L2. It's critical to understand that the spinal cord is perfused at each segment, but not necessarily along its entire length. Some regions of the cord have only a single blood supply. These are called watershed areas, and they are particularly vulnerable to ischemia. For example, the thoracolumbar region of the anterior spinal cord is highly dependent on the radicular arteries. Interruption of radicular flow and cause ischemia or infarction to the corresponding spinal cord segments. Anterior spinal artery syndrome. An aortic cross clump placed above the artery of Adamkiewicz can cause ischemia to the lower portion of the anterior spinal cord. This can result in anterior spinal artery syndrome, otherwise known as Beck's syndrome. Classic signs and symptoms include flaccid paralysis of the lower extremities, bowel and bladder dysfunction, loss of temperature and pain sensation, preserved touch and proprioception. We tend to generalize that the anterior cord contains motor neurons and the posterior cord contains sensory neurons. While this is enough to get you by in most situations, we need to dig deeper to help you understand the presentation of anterior spinal artery syndrome. The corticospinal tract is perfused by the anterior blood supply. This explains why the patient presents with flaccid paralysis of the lower extremities. Autonomic motor fibers are perfused by the anterior blood supply. This explains why the patient experiences bowel and bladder dysfunction. The spinothalamic tract is perfused by the anterior blood supply. This explains why the patient loses pain and temperature sensation. The dorsal column is perfused by the posterior blood supply. This explains why touch and proprioception are spared in this patient.